0: All right, welcome to another episode of Small Business Chronicles. I am your co-host of the show, Brian Stone. I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I, I partner with Ryan Shearer on this show to talk about all things small business, mid-sized business, and we've really become kind of the Swiss Army knife of the business world, and uh, I'm really, really excited about our guest because he is a serial entrepreneur like myself. He has, he has a really unique journey. Uh, he, he even has uh, a little bit of a foray into the franchise space. Uh, specifically within real estate which is is uh is something that appeals to me um but without further ado i'll just i'll just uh jump right into the conversation so with me today we have karim karashni and he is uh he is a fantastic business owner and he's actually tuning in all the way uh from from uh from overseas he has a way better view than me um so uh, i know that you guys will, that are watching on video really get get to enjoy the the sunrise in the background there so karim how are you man How's, how's, how's the evening go? What time is it there?
1: It's actually 7 a.m. It's, uh, it's actually 7 a. A, okay. uh, morning. Yeah, so we're going to see the, the sun rising right above my head. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, and, uh, uh, good it's good morning, good evening. It's 5 so, o'clock whatever. here, I
0: think. So, yeah, so yeah. 7 a.m. there, 5 Yeah, yeah, love
1: it. Well, thanks for having me, Brian. I'm very happy to be here. And I I, I really like what you guys are building. I've I watched a bunch of your episodes, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's of great value to uh, –
0: Well, I mean, you know, listen, no matter what business you're in, it's all about your mental diet and what you absorb, you know, surrounding yourself with, with education and podcasts. Have become this phenomenal platform for business owners in multiple industries to gain perspectives from different people all across the world that have different views on business. So yeah, we it's, we have a lot of fun with it, and honestly, I'm I'm, I'm excited to have your perspective because it's it's something that we haven't had on the show before. I mean, so t- I mean, t- tell tell our I, I know I'm excited, but tell our listeners why they should be so excited about us having our conversation today. Give them a little bit of a background of. You know your journey as an entrepreneur and what you're doing right now and um, what what you learned along the way.
1: Absolutely. So um, my name is Karim I uh, I was born in Canada. I grew up in France. Went back to Canada uh, about ten years ago um, and started my career in uh, in sales, then in management. Um, but I had this itch in the back of my of my mind, and I wanted you know to have my uh, my own venture and, and be my own boss. Um, and, uh, like, like, you know, many, um, but never really knew, uh, what to do, you know, to, to, to get started and, and, you know, what idea should I choose and, and so on, um, you know, the, this paralysis that uh, a lot of people have. Um, and it just so happened that as I was moving from Western Canada to Eastern to, to Halifax, which is on the East coast, on the Atlantic uh, coast, um, I, uh, I noticed a big demand, in uh, in the cleaning space, so I, uh, I I started a cleaning company. uh less than one month after moving there, maybe less than two months from from moving to uh, to to Halifax. Um, and you know, just jumped into it and decided, you know what, I'm just gonna figure things out as as we go. Um, and so I actually, I started that company named uh, Steammates, um, which is a residential commercial cleaning company, and um, started from scratch, grew it to. Um, a fairly large entity in, in Halifax. And, and, and you know, then I had those systems and processes in place and I have managed to remove myself from, from, from the business, from working in the business. Um, so the ne- next natural transition was to, to take this and copy paste it to another, another city and see if it can be successful in, in another market. So that's what we've done. We opened another branch um, two years after starting the first one. Uh, so very quickly, um, and um, and you know at the same I, at that time, I I had a business partner in Ottawa. I had my uh, uh, my uh, my business you know running um, self-sustained. Let's say in in Halifax, I really didn't need to to work in it. So why not adding another challenge? So I, I started another business <laughs> roughly around the the, the same time. Um, I, I really like keeping my hands full. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that, that venture, uh, it's an opportunity that came to me uh, in partnership with a company named PropertyGuys.com. Um, and so with, with this business that I started, I'm in charge of their franchise development for the state of Massachusetts and also helping with, with other states. Um, so in other words, I'm uh, looking for franchisee for Property Guys. Uh, within the state of Massachusetts. And as you mentioned, I'm doing that remotely. I was doing that remotely from Halifax. I was working from home. And uh, and something that I've had in mind for a long time was to uh, to take this show on the road and to work as I'm traveling. So that's what I've been doing now for a year and a half. Um, and currently, as you said, I am in Malaysia, on an island in Malaysia at 7 a.m. Um, and um, yeah, and I'm, I'm a big uh, believer and preacher in this uh, lifestyle of... Uh, you know, for people who are able to work remotely, which is more and more, uh, especially since COVID, um, it's to, to, you know, take this jump, this leap of faith and, 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 um, explore the world, whether it is, you know, your own backyard, you are in your own state, your own country, or or traveling abroad. Uh, because in my opinion, that allows you to have, uh, to be actually more productive because you're a lot more, um, uh, I would say overall, a lot more happy. You have more, you know, work-life balance, and so in the time you're working, you're actually getting more done. At least that's my experience.
0: Well, and, and you know, I I, I uh, I've seen that too. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know, be, be personally, um, you know, some of my business uh, is geographically based, and some isn't. Right? My real estate business obviously keeps me anchored, um, but my coaching business uh, can be. Anywhere, right? And so, uh, you know, and and this, and this is again, this is one of the reasons why I was excited to talk to you, Krim, because um, I want I want to take a step back and real and let our listeners realize that. You, you jumped from one space to a completely other space, um, you know, from from cleaning into uh, 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 real estate franchising. Right. Um, and most people that have uh, multiple businesses, they're they're usually adjacent to whatever one fundamental business is. But you didn't take that route. Right? which is which is unique and so but but, but I think um, I think w- what our listeners can learn from this and I, I'd love to get you know your insights on this is that once you understand business and how it works, it's all the same right The product and service is different, but the best practices, the way you launch, the way you market. Um, I mean yes, there's some nuances, but there, there's so many things that are consistent across every single business that you look at
1: well, you, you, uh, you took my answer. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's <answer's laughs> right. <laughs> no, exactly. That's, um, uh, you, you're right. The the industry, obviously there is a lot to learn in, in whatever industry you, you jump on, but, uh, there is nothing that is insurmountable. And, you know, you have to be comfortable, um, in, um, in being in constant position of learning and, and constant position of ignorance and trying to get, you know, knowledge from from others, and surround yourself with people who are smarter than you and more knowledgeable than you in in, in each industry. So, um, I, I think that's that's exactly it. When whenever, um, and I, I cannot say that I understand business. I think this is a lifelong you know process, um, and you know there there has been you know new challenges, new experiences. Um, with with each ventures um, uh, for instance you know uh, with with property guys i had to uh, to actually raise money find some investors first time i did that um, and and that was a very um, uh, you know a really great you know experience for me that now i you know i, I could i could do again for for my next ventures um, so anyhow my point being um, once you you have um, a certain system or a way to look at, uh, opportunities and way to look at the business. Um, then it can be adapted to to any kind of industries. And one one key element here is once again to surround yourself well with people who are better than you, not more knowledgeable than you in in the field, and be humble and have the humility to 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 ask questions and ask for help and 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 learn as you go. You know that you're going to be making mistakes. You know that you're going to have some challenges. So if you're comfortable with this, um, nothing can phase you. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, no, no, no business uh, grows and scales without failure, and uh, without breaking the systems down so you can rebuild them better, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, 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 so the, matter, the I, question is, how fast? How fast can you? You know, how fast can you get up? How fast can you uh, adapt and and find a solution? uh to uh, to whatever problem you have you have in front of you um and how resilient are you to take you know to take those hits along the way and and be patient enough to to see it through uh, i think those are the 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 key factor to uh, to success
0: you know one, one of my um one of my previous mentors and business coaches uh for um for my real estate sales team um he he was also um uh <laughs> Uh, he, he was also a huge into Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? And he 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 used to he used to make the comparison that um, any hits that he took were his fault, right? And yeah. and it, because it but every single hit he learned okay say what did I do to create an opening. To allow that, that, that hit to happen. And he felt it. I mean, he felt that feedback. And I think business is very much the same way, right? I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna take those, those hits. You're gonna take the hard knocks, if you will, right? And what you do with those is really gonna, gonna determine whether or not you move the business forward or you, or you change direction. And look, sometimes changing the direction is the right way to move, right? Um, sometimes it's selling the business to somebody that's already taken the hard knocks and is in a better position. Sometimes it's it's closing the business to create an opportunity uh, in another space, right? Uh, as long as you're resilient, um, it, it's not failing, right? Uh, because uh, you're just progressing forward.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and always having you know, multiple plans, multiple, you know, ways out or multiple, um, uh, options ahead of you. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it's funny. You, um, you, you, mentioned, uh, selling, I'm actually in, in a position to, uh, to, to sell the, uh, the cleaning company. I've had it for five years growing to, grown it to, you know, two fairly successful, uh, locations. And so now, you know, new adventure, how to sell my business, never done that before. Um, so, um, so, and, and the reason I'm doing this, it is not because I don't like the industry, I don't like the business anymore. Obviously, you know, it's my baby. I started it from scratch. I've seen it grow. Uh, you know, um, now we have a couple dozen uh, employees reliant on, on, on business. So, it yeah, is something that I'm, I'm quite proud of. But also, at some point, I realized that um, with this lifestyle uh, of, you know, being away and, and having my focus much more on property, guys, and and, and this uh, newest business, um, I'm not giving teammates its, uh, its due right, you know, um, as, as a business and the people in it. Uh, so I would much rather see it in the hands of someone who is local and will take some actions to take the business to, to the next level, which I'm not able or willing to do at this point. So it's also, you know, seeing the business as its, all, as its own entity, not, you know, putting, you know, whatever your, your pride aside. And um, and doing what's best for the business, for the people in it, and for the clients at the end
0: of the day. Well, and I, I love that you talked about that, Kareem, because you know even even uh, huge, huge companies with huge scales, uh, you, you see this happen. A really common thing for owners is to step out and fire themselves from the CEO position um, mm-hmm. and put someone in that seat. Right. Even exactly. if they retain ownership, they come to the realization that they've surra- they've been successful. They've surrounded themselves with fantastic people, and, it, and at some point, you might be the person that's in the way of other people yeah. fulfilling their vision. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You so don't want to be, your,
1: you don't be the, the limitation for 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 your business, and we all have you know a certain. Uh, yeah a limit to, uh, to to what we can accomplish within the business um, we can always you know take it to the next level but you have to constantly ask yourself if you first if you still have the drive and the energy to uh, to, to, to take it because you know it takes a lot to to get a business on the ground it takes a lot to take it to to its first and second level which in in what, what I mean by that it is to, uh, to to create the systems and processes then delegate automate, um, and, you know, at some point, um, it's probably different from one industry to to another, but once you reach, I don't know, 100,000 or 300,000 in your revenue, 500,000, to take it to the 1 million and to the 10 million and to 100 million, you know, a year in revenue, those, this is a very, those are very different uh, ranges of uh, of skills and knowledge and know-how and so on. Um, and, um yeah, you you have to you have to know your own limitation and not try to stick to, to to your business. You might have been great at starting it and growing it to a certain point, but at some point you might actually be pulling it down um, and and not letting it you know re- re- reach its uh, true potential.
0: You know, my 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 wife's an author, and uh, uh, she um, there's a concept that she in the writing space uh, called being willing to kill your darlings. Right. So it means it means like something, you know, you get attached to like a particular character or story or something like that in the writing space. And you have to be willing to for the greater uh, vision of whatever the story is, you have to be willing to let go and to, and to and let that darling thing, the thing that you have an emotional attachment to go and. You know, I I think that's I I I think that's true in business too. And I and and you're living proof that you know, you gotta be willing to step away and uh it's not ego, it's not pride. Like you said, in fact quite the opposite, right? Like like you said, you, you gotta step out of that and understand uh yeah, hey, it's time. So uh, and it creates opportunities for 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 you to take your next next big step right so so what's i mean i i know i know you want to talk about um you know the franchise space and you mentioned that briefly but uh outside of that i mean what What's your, what's your own personal vision as an entrepreneur? You know, where, where do you, where are you to see yourself? Uh, what's your next thing, your next venture that you're excited about? And, um, you know, what are some things that, uh, that drive you, uh, to do what it is that you do that, that, that some of our listeners might be able to, uh, to pick up?
1: Yeah. So, um, so once I, you know, I I've grown my uh, my business. I went into um, the franchise world with with property guys, and and that's something you know I've known about franchise like most people, but I, re- I never really dug into it um, uh, myself. And I I was quite impressed uh, by by the industry, and you know, knowing that there are franchises in 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 every industry actually. Um, and I, I found I, I really actually found myself really passionate about uh, about the model of a franchise when it's done well, um, because it actually opens the door. Uh, it opens the, the, the opportunity to uh, entrepreneurship, business ownership, to people who might not have any kind of experience, whether it is in the industry or even in business in general. I actually wish that I've discovered that as my first venture, because it's a great way to learn, to learn business and, um, and entrepreneurship with the right structure and support and the, the right brand you know, above above your head um, as as a first venture or as a tenth venture for someone who's looking for just you know profitable business opportunities. So I, I got myself very passionate about it. And to to be frank, I'd love to tell you that I mean I do have many ideas for you know for, for the future, but really I do see myself, you know, for the next at least the next five to ten years uh, right now with with property guys because it just has so much potential. Uh, we're just starting, you know, exporting this model. So to give some some understanding, it, it is a model, a very unique model in the real estate sphere um, uh, that has uh, originated in, in Canada for the past 25 years with over 100 uh, franchise locations from coast to coast. But it is new uh, to, to the U.S. It started exp- expanding to the U.S. only in the past two years and in other countries as well, actually. Um, so... Um, so it it really feels like you know Uber, Netflix, you know Airbnb twenty years ago, part of a disruptive model, new and 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 powerful, um, uh, coming to a new market. So there's just so much to do. I'm I'm very grateful to be there in the early stages of this process. Um, and so I do see myself growing Massachusetts and then all of New England and maybe all the you know the Northeast or or, or the eastern half of of, uh, of the U.S. with with this model because it's really a model that that works in any kind of, um, uh, any kind of market. By the way, I'm noticing I haven't talked, I haven't mentioned what, (laughs) what is property guys. Um, uh, So, uh, so it's basically an alternative way of buying and selling real estate. Um, So for, for people who who don't want to use a real estate agent for whatever reason, um, uh, not saying that real estate agents are not necessary, but some people want to sell on their own. Some people want to try something different. Um, So what property guys offers is a, um a one time flat fee for all the services that a seller needs everything included from photographer stager um uh, appraiser the, all the exposure obviously the listing on the mls on zillow and so on uh the writing the offer the negotiation uh the lawyer so everything is included for one time flat fee which typically ranges between uh 3 to 9 grand um, instead of you know usually what sellers have to, to, to spend it between uh, twenty five to sixty k seventy k right so it's a uh, it's uh, it's a lot less a lot more control in the process for people who want to keep more control in the process and just a different a different way um, for for people who are looking for something different so that's that's what Property Guys does and that's uh, that's what franchisees actually do in their exclusive territory that they acquire.
0: Well, and, and you know, obviously, we could go down a rabbit hole there. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a real estate yes, broker please. myself, and and <laughs> have been, and so uh, I, I'm sure that if we really got into the weeds, um, most people would think that we would not agree uh, and that we would clash, right? But, that's, but it, yeah, that's not true. Yeah, it, it, no, it's not true. Exactly. I mean, in in, yeah. in in reality, there are uh, in my personal experience, there are buyers and sellers at every level and um yeah. they're also agents and services uh some of them franchise models like 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 yours you know or like or like you know like property guys uh yeah. that that are a solution that people wouldn't otherwise be able to approach and, and and let's be real i i think that there's a time and place for every different type of business model obviously yeah. i wouldn't be in business if i didn't think that my way was the best way and uh and that's okay, right? By the way, my competitor that's right next to me, if he doesn't think he's the best uh, uh, best guy or she doesn't think that she's the best girl to take the listing, then they have no business being in at the kitchen table with the seller, yeah. right? No, so you're, everybody's going to have an right. opinion.
1: You're absolutely right. And that's something uh, interesting because, you know, for the first. Uh, six months to one year starting, uh, you know, uh, working with property guys. I actually avoided talking to real estate agents and brokers because I thought, oh, they, they, you know, and actually it's true, a lot of them did feel threatened when they first heard about the model. Uh, oh, we're here to take, you know, uh, uh, your, your, you know, uh, steal, steal your work and whatever. Uh, <laughs> but actually, you, you're, you're right. This is actually not true. Uh, in the sense of franchise do work quite well, quite closely with real estate agents and, and real estate brokers. There are many ways of collaboration, but not just that. At the end of the day, if your focus is on the client and what's best for the client, it is good to offer them a whole range of options there is enough to eat for everyone. There is way more than enough real estate, you know, deals and transactions being being made everywhere. So at the end of the day, it's just offering a different solution. Because as I'm sure you would agree, for the longest time, for over a hundred years, there was only pretty much only one option and a very you know a narrow you know. Uh, Uh, sorry, um, uh, ratio of people, uh, a very small number of people try to sell on their own, you know, for sale by owner and they can be successful or not, more more likely that they're not going to be successful. Besides that, there was only one way. Property guys is just there to offer, you know, a different approach for people who want to to, to do things differently, Um, but definitely not to to, to steal uh, the, the entire market and so on, because some people do, a lot of people still need uh, the use of an agent. And I would go further than that. A lot of our franchisees are actually agents, are actually licensed. And and it's a great way to um, to have multiple stream of income, to tap on multiple parts of the market. Um, and I would say decrowd the, the, the industry. I, I'm sure in your market, just like, like everywhere in North America, it's a pretty crowded for real estate agents um and a lot of them are not successful when they get started in their first 5 or 10 years um and so for them to have also also for the agents to have um uh, a different way to approach the industry if they are passionate about real estate but they're not super successful and as an agent great there are other ways out there to 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 reach the industry
0: wouldn't you agree well and you know i i was i was on a, i was on a national call and I got, of course you know me being in the industry i go to a lot of national conferences in the real estate space right you know orlando we've been to austin you know um, yeah. but uh, the national Club was on, we were talking about um the lawsuit, uh, the NAR lawsuit that's actually out mm-hmm. right now, right? Um, and I'll be interested to see, honestly, how this might impact your growth uh, in the property guys uh, um you know franchise over the next five years because there there really could be a lot of large impacts because, um, you know, essentially the case is being made for those of you that are listening that don't know this, that um, mm-hmm. it's a conflict of interest for the buyer's agent commission to be paid for by the seller, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the call that, you know, that we, we discussed, I mean, look, from my perspective, it's a seller concession by another name. And for me, um, I'm not concerned about uh, industry disruption. Um, I'm, I In fact, I get excited by it because this is they the should. time to know your value this is the time to yeah. know your value and uh you know look um 80% of the agents could leave the market today and I wouldn't be upset about it I, re- I really wouldn't exactly I'm not gonna be, I'm <laughs> not gonna be one of them right I mean and and yeah. you guys could come into my marketplace I think you'd have a hard time because I think our average is is about the same as what your cost is because our our price point is you know uh in some areas you know we're selling ha- I, I've sold I've sold lots for 2500 bucks. Uh, I think the smallest commission I ever made was like twenty-seven dollars. No yeah, yeah, so so wow. you know we're we're in the Midwest. We're we're lower price. I think our average price point now is two fifty. But when I got in the industry, it was closer to one hundred and fifty. Right. So yeah. So it's a different marketplace, but still, I think that um, you know, competition in the marketplace only brings better uh, end result for the consumer. Right.
1: Exactly. Hundred percent. Exactly. And and every industry goes through you know, so through, uh, sorry, through disruption and change. And that's what brings innovation to the industry. And that, and as you said, you know, competition is, is so, some form of competition. Yeah. Some form of competition are, are always good because it actually pushes people, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, agents and so on to not be complacent where they are and to, you know, try to find uh, a new, um, uh, a new offering a new you know, a new service and so on. Um, so, um, um, sorry, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but yeah, either way, I, I'm I'm agree, I'm agreeing with, uh, with with you on the uh, on that. It, you know, that's what I was gonna say. Every industry have you know uh, have uh, gone through through some change. Um, and uh, and I think this lawsuit that you uh, that you mentioned, uh, I I'm very optimistic. I mean, uh, on, on my end, I do think it's going to bring you know a lot of uh, uh, good to to our business. Um, but more generally, I think it does show. Uh, that the, market, the industry is ripe for change, is ripe for disruption. Um, it shows that, you know, people are not necessarily happy with the status quo. Um, whether, you know, whether they're right or, no, or wrong and who, who is in the right, who is in the wrong, don't, don't really matter. It just shows that there is a, ne- a need for change in, in this industry. And it's not the only factor. I mean, I think you would agree also, I don't know if uh, around you, you have uh, lots of those, but there are more and more discount brokerages you know, it went from 5 6% to 4 and 3 and 2 and 1% with Redfin. And so it actually shows that even the, the, the model um, is uh, – or, or the, uh, the market is asking for a change um, in, in the model. And in no way that goes uh, – that says anything wrong against, you know, agents or brokers and so on. We're talking about the way the industry uh, operates.
0: Listen, I mean, in, in, in any industry – regardless of, of, you know, whether you're a big player, small player, whatever, when, uh, when, when value is absent, price matters, right? And so yeah. I think when we see these industries and, you know, I mean, and of course, we're talking about real estate, but this applies to everything, right? Any industry. Exactly. Uh, if, if, uh, if you start seeing those shifts, it means that somewhere in the consumer base, they're seeing a lack of value that's causing them to be more attracted to a different model, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, I couldn't agree more.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, I, you know, I mean, I I know, uh, I know this is a rabbit hole that I could definitely get into, but we're getting close to the the end <laughs> of our time, you. Karim. So, yeah. With so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let me let me ask you this, I because I I, I want to make sure that, um, you know, I give you an opportunity to to leave something for for our listeners, uh, who most most of whom are solopreneurs or uh, uh, you know aspiring serial entrepreneurs themselves. What would you say is the one most impactful thing that you could share um, um, that people could implement in their business today to actually grow uh in, in scale uh, in their personal or their professional goals
1: I have so many things that come to mind actually that's a I know question, you gotta pick one though I say, I, I, I gotta limit you to one I have to, to pick one. One. absolutely um, so in in the um, we we kind of talked about it earlier but it's really to surround yourself um, as much as you can with people better and smarter than you. So it goes through uh, networking. So to to consistently try to grow your network, not just looking for potential clients, but also referral partners and also you know advisors, people who has done it before. The competition. We just talked about competition. Competition is actually always good. Any competitors. When I was in the in the um, uh, actually in both businesses, I always. Uh, try to connect with them and to make friends with my competition. And we actually learn a lot from one another. Um, and also to surround yourself well within your business and to try to delegate and automate as soon as possible um, because it's going to show you the holes in your processes. It is also going to quickly give you uh, the time and and freedom to work on your business, to find ways to expand, and 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 so on within your business. So, all of that can be in the bucket of surround yourself well and 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 consistently.
0: I I love that. I couldn't have said that better myself, Karim. So, uh, look, I, I really again, I really really appreciate the conversation. Love love hearing more about your journey across multiple industries. I, I, I can't wait to see what the next five years or so work, uh, you know, how they work out for you, the franchise space. Um, so, you you know, excited about that. And, um, and, and, you know, um, all you guys that uh, my business owners and, and, and listeners, thank you guys for, for listening. And uh, I know that you guys probably got some great notes. If you want to connect with Karim, we'll make sure that you have his info in the show notes. You guys can check him out everywhere where he's at. Um, and as a reminder, you know, this is, uh, uh, this, this podcast is part of the small business delivered network. So if you, if you really appreciate this show and you want to check out more business minded shows with a multitude of topics, make sure you check us out at smallbusinessdelivered.com Uh, again, um, I'm your host Brian Stone, and and let's keep that entrepreneurial spirit alive. Remember that every every business, no matter how small, um, has a big story to tell. So until next time, we'll see you guys later on. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Drew.